This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This show is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network. Hi, I'm Gerard Farrelly. And I'm Eve Kavner. And you're listening to Agony Rants. Well, 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 Neve. Holidays, holidays, holidays. Holidays are finished. I know, well. Game over. That Neve, they're too stressful. I know. Well, do you know? Do you know the thing is, like, because we've both been kind of taking time off, you know, to taking re- time off from recharge time off. our batteries, do our, th- I know, from our very stressful lives. And I've discovered that the problem I have now is my body goes. You have time to be sick, to be yep. tired, to be all the things. We have time every time I sit down anywhere now. I'm falling asleep like some old woman. I'm exactly the same. I keep falling asleep, and also I keep having these like minor panics about things. Oh. Like what? Like, you know, the world is heating up, we're all going to die. Oh, okay. That. I listened to this podcast recently and it was, they were talking about how <laughs> whenever nature wants to kill something, it raises the temperature. Yeah, well, that'd be about right. So if you get sick, your body raises your temperature because it like, it cooks the bacteria, yeah. you know, to, to get rid of it. And what's happening now is the earth is basically get rid of us. us. Yeah, well, that's you, fair it's enough. It's like, get rid of these people, they're ruining everything. Yeah, right? I know. Now, to be fair, the person saying this was William Shatner. <laughs> <laughs> Nevertheless, William now, Shatner or not, Neve, He knows stuff. You know, He's he, kind of right. He's been all over the so universe, him. That put the willies up me and I didn't sleep for about two weeks. <laughs> so I just find that like, if when I'm gigging, all you I'm worried about for is that. the next gig. Okay. Whereas now, I'm a bit like... You know, I'm just getting involved in everything, and every uh, like minor things are stressing me out. Like I was, I was in Tesco last that's, week. That's not minor. That's not minor. The world is cooking us now. No, that's but not like minor. William Shatner saying it shouldn't yeah. be the big deal. That no, it is. I know, I know, I know. Like uh, that shouldn't keep you awake at night. <laughs> like I was in Tesco's last week, and I was trying to work out what the carbon footprint was in an avocado, and I was just like, just buy the avocado. I know, for God's like, sake, the eggs are poaching upstairs. I know. Come on. So I'm very stressed. So I made an executive decision this week because oh, okay. after two weeks of just being. I like mentally ill. Okay. Okay. <laughs> You're not on I holiday just ever again. Decided, just go back to work. I know. I so know. I did two new material gigs this week. I saw. Because I'm just like, no, like just just stop. Like I I'm not the sort of person that sits around. I don't lie around on the couch. No. I mean, do you know what I did last night? I saw an ad for Jack Ryan. Oh, yeah. The, on, on Amazon Prime. Was that the TV one with John Krasinski? With the very hot I love him. Man. I know, despite his he, nose. He's amazing. What's wrong with his nose? There's nothing wrong with his nose. Peculiar just not, nose. It, it's, it's a little, 
I mean, you forgive it because, you know, he just makes it. you smile every day. Like I always think that looking at his nose, you know exactly what his penis looks like. I've never thought that before, but look maybe now again. I will. Maybe <laughs> now I again, will. Neve. Is that a, is, a, is that an indication? I think it is. Somebody's nose looks like their penis. I think so. I'm. I can't even look at you right now. <laughs> think about my nose, Neve. Uh, Bigger than it should be. Uh, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> people I don't know later I'm (laughs) hoping there's no men (laughs) I'll just be thinking about that all day anyway what I did was I watched I watched I saw the ad for Jack Ryan I watched one episode of it and I thought you know what if I had less time on my hands I wouldn't be subjecting myself to this dog shit I I, I used to feel like occasionally you go into a film and you say I will never get that time back in my life I know. And don't get me wrong, I can I can watch shite, right? I can yeah. watch like filler. I'm a good yeah. girl for the filler. Uh, but I, I guess because we're always busy and we're working and we're doing whatever we're doing, we don't feel like we have time for all that, you know? When you have time, you'll waste it. But it's nice though sometimes. Come on. Now, listen, I, I was in Donegal, right? And, yeah. uh, you know, it's lovely up there because I my body just switches off, as does my mind, which is really nice. Well, you see, it's different. You see, you have this nice routine, right? <laughs> you take the summers off. I do. You have a mobile home up in Donegal. Yeah. And you just go up there and you unplug. Yes, I do. So when I go up there, my body automatically goes... You're on holiday now. It's it's tragic. I, I call it Donegalitis. About three days in, I can't actually stay awake for more than an hour. Um, but the funny thing it's was... It's the biorhythms of the waves. It is, all of those things. But to be fair, I'm not able to take the full summer off like I did when the kids were small because they were my excuse for taking the whole summer off. Okay. Right? So obviously now I still have to work. So I'm obviously coming in and out of work and, and so it's not quite the same but I still my body still reacts when I go up there because it knows my life is simple up there I walk I eat I sleep I read whatever I do right but this weekend my sister and her husband who have just had their first baby right late baby okay. and have ro- rocked up to spend the weekend which is just really beautiful now and you know because I travel all the time I don't get a, a hands on I'd say you must have been absolutely furious Ah, uh, well no no she was amazing. Poppy's a gorgeous girl. But the best part of it all was all of the people who know me on the site and I had several people shouted at me, is that your first? Right? As in grandchild. <laughs> right? And, but me. two very hopeful How people saying, is that a wee late one? I don't know which one horrified me late more. Late baby. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well done. Horrified me. me. I, well thought, I felt like done. Naomi Campbell. Yeah. Because, you know, she's had two babies, 51 and 53. She had two. Now She didn't have those babies. No, I know. She welcomed two new babies into her life, right? That's it. That's all I know. She went into a place that looked like a dog pen and went, those two. No, don't, don't. Stop now. But probably, yeah. 51 and 52. She's not. No, honestly, I know. Listen. You no, know, you'd need to be on more than folic acid to get them done. Uh, <laughs> But you know the biggest, uh, yeah, and I'm 55, so it's definitely not happening. Believe me, it's definitely not happening anyway. But the point is, I was kind of, I didn't, I was mixed feelings about whether I wanted to be the wee late one or the first grandchild. I wasn't sure. I mean, it's neither because she's my niece. Although I keep saying, "Is your grantie Neve? I'm your <laughs> grantie," uh, because I'm old enough to be your grandmother. <laughs> really, for a start, but I wouldn't congratulate somebody for having a late baby. No, well, because nobody has ever had <laughs> a late baby and gone. This was completely planned. <laughs> I'm really glad Except this my happened. Mother. 
my mother absolutely swears blind that she planned our last one. I and I mean, that was 15 happens. years after she had me. Like, so she she had three kids. And then at the age of 40, she decided she's going to have another baby. Now, mostly, most of us start now in our 40s, like 30s, 40s. But she literally decided to have another baby at 15. I'm not convinced. No. Uh, you know, but she says, no accidents in our house. Right, she's <laughs> not having any of that. <laughs> yeah, but actually, when I had my children, I was thirty three and thirty five. But because Paul's older than me, he was forty. If I was thirty three, he was thirty. He was forty four and forty six when we had our kids. Our for and he was wrecked. He, he'll tell you that himself. He was exhausted. He didn't have the energy for them. Loved them to bits. Right, but when I said yes to having another one, right, uh, no. No, you see, I think you hit a certain age. Like, I mean, I'm. I think I'm at a, of an age now where I feed a cat twice a day, and it's a drain. <laughs> <laughs> like that cat, and I, and I wouldn't mind, but you can program a machine to do that. That cat is ne- <laughs> never going to come to me with a problem. No, never. You know, it's never going to. You it? know, be is in a it? fight in school. It's never going to get suspended. <laughs> like what? Like I. Like did? the worst thing that can happen to that cat is it goes out onto the balcony and a seagull pecks it, which has happened before. I know, but to be fair, the level of stress that you carried about that for a long time, no. I'm really grateful you don't have children. Do you know what? Because <laughs> you wouldn't be able for the stress. <laughs> no, I think I'd be one of those fathers that are like those people that go, you know the way they go into the school with a rifle? Oh, yeah. Because somebody hit their kid yeah. once. Yeah, <laughs> She's still afraid of seagulls is when she? she goes out in the balcony. Yeah, yeah And sir. the proudest moment of my life, right, was one day I was having a little nap as I do. I should do. A little nap on my bed and she came in and she jumped up on my chest like she normally does. And then Aww. normally when she jumps up on my chest she falls asleep, right? Right, okay. But I just heard her go, <gasps> right? And something fell on my face. <laughs> and I was like, okay, <laughs> take a moment. <laughs> and I opened my eyes and there was a crow's wing on my face. <laughs> And I didn't want to be upset because you don't want to look a gift horse in the mouth. But I just thought, okay, what, fair did play. Did you have roast crow she's that learned, night? What the hell is wrong with you? She's learned to fight back. Okay. This is good. Okay. This is progress. Well, it's not quite the seagull though. No, but I feel like, okay, she, she she's, she's had a win. I feel like she's had a win. Okay. You know, she feels empowered. To me, like I was going to buy a mouse and just let her free around just so she could find it and kill it. Because I feel like she doesn't have those hunter, you know. It's like the fucking... What's they call the Hungry Games or Hunger Games or something? Yeah, what but I feel hell? like you know she's she's got like a she's got a, like a, there's a primal instinct that's not being met. I mean, it is being met now because she attacks my boyfriend when he goes. asleep. I was just going to say yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he'll be asleep and she just pounce on him and scratch his eyes. Yeah, I think she has her reasons. Whenever she needs to get sick, she always goes into this mad panic where she like runs in a circle and then she's like scratching the bedroom door and she's uh, like, "Quick, quick! I need to get sick. Let me in so I can do it on the carpet." <laughs> I thought she was getting. That. She's not looking to get out. She wants to get no, out. no. She's going. Let me in, quick! I you need to, your witnesses. I have to get sick and destroy something. <laughs> There's absolutely no way that I can get sick without you being a part of the circle. <laughs> yeah, exactly. She has to tell everyone. Well, now a poo and a poo with my cat now is a two man job, because a two man for job. her to get up on the toilet, she needs someone to keep watch. As you do, in fairness. Oh, well, There's no yeah. lock on the door. <laughs> you know, we've all been there. <laughs> Attention, Agony Rants listeners. I am on tour. Well, I'm not. I'm off tour. But I'll be back on tour from September. It's the next leg of my Glamour Hammer tour. If you've seen the show, no need to come again. It's the same. But if you saw the show and enjoyed it, tell your friends. Send them along. I'll be on tour from September to January. And I'll be doing dates in Cork, Thurla's, um, I have a Baker Street on 16th of September. Uh, I will be all around the country in places that I haven't been already. 
Um, but if you're in Cork, I'll be at the Everyman, and I would love you to come to that. Oh, listen. Cork, what's going on? I do you know what? Do you know what? I can't believe, right? Go on. I can't believe you're discouraging people who have already seen you. Well, I mean, because if, were, if they loved it, why well, would they well, not come back? back? If you want, but you know, it might be funny. I don't. Second I don't time. like rinsing people. You might be. I know. Um, if you would like to get tickets, you can get tickets by going to garoldferry.com or through the link in my Instagram bio. And if it's on, if you click on that link, if it's there, it has tickets available. Because some of them are sold out. I know. That's because you're amazing. Nothing but love here. <laughs> she looks absolutely <laughs> furious. <laughs> We are pausing for a moment to remind you that Agony Rants is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network. We are delighted to be on the Headstuff Podcast Network. And no doubt we are the favourites. We are the favourites. And would you believe that this week the cross promo is us? No way. All of the other shows are promoting our show. About time. About time. I know, because we say lovely things about people all the time. And if you haven't subscribed to Headstuff Plus, Headstuff Plus is a bonus platform. It's like Patreon. The only difference is that as well as getting our bonus content yeah, you will get else. bonus content from all of the shows on the Headstuff Podcast Network yes and in I think it's two weeks time we're launching our bonus show yes very exciting um, we, we're not sure what we're calling it we, we need we need a kind of an idea for what to call it teenage angst I think no I think I think well maybe well I th- I was thinking we could call it continued professional development <laughs> yeah it just rolls off the tongue that one <laughs> CPD. We'll take, we'll take CPD. the conversation outline. CPD. Offline. CPD, for short. Yeah, continue. Very close. close to CB deal. CB deal, CPD. Because it's, it's, you know, it, 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 it links to the format. Right, okay. Which we will explain on a bonus episode. Okay. Uh, very it's soon. coming soon. Mm-hmm. It's coming soon. We have five episodes recorded, I think. And, and we do. Stunning. So, yes, please subscribe on headstuffpodcasts.com forward slash register. Did you know, Neve? What? You can vote for us <gasps> in the Listener's Choice to be nominated for the Listener's Choice Award on the British Podcast Awards. Can we? British Podcast Awards, excuse me. Hello? I know quite a few people have written, written to yeah, us about that now. People, yeah, it's nice. Um, I have voted for them and, and I love that they do say that. Yeah, thank you so much for anyone that's voting for us. And we have no really, way. Really nice. I mean, I don't think we're going to win. Uh, and we have no way of proven that they have voted for us. Absolutely but, you know, not, because we just send the tweet for a like. But, but look, you know, we like play. We love them. Uh, yes, so you can do that on BritishPodcastAwards.com mm-hmm. and we would love you for it. And yeah. also, I'm sure there'll be a Listener's Choice Award for the Irish Podcast because Awards. Because we're not likely to be listed for anything we, else. And I, I just want to say, I did submit a real. an entry. You couldn't help yourself. You couldn't help yourself. For the Irish Podcast Awards. Okay, well, uh, fingers am, crossed. If I am slapped twice, it's shame on me. Okay. Okay? Okay. We weren't nominated last year. Shame on them. If we're not nominated this year, shame on me. It's on me. No, it's their loss. Absolutely. Oh my God. Absolutely. Now, I'm gigging in Brighton. Are you? The night of the awards. So if we do win, you're going to have to pick it up. Okay. Well, I'll bring yeah. a photo of you. <laughs> or no, you know what I'll do? I'll wear like a t-shirt with your face on it. <laughs> exactly. That's, that's exactly what you should Or do. I could bring boots. No boots. In She's the cat very, carrier? Very high appearance fee. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, please vote for us. We would be your best friends. Um, Neve, we have a follow-up. I know, I love follow-ups. We've had a few follow-ups. Yeah. Actually, and we've had some lovely reviews. Do you know what? Let's read the reviews first. Read the reviews. I like the reviews. They make me feel better. They do. They, they, we feel good about ourselves yes. when we have a review. Um. If you want to leave us a review, 
you can do so wherever you've downloaded this. Yes. So if you're listening on Spotify, you can leave us a five-star rating. If you're listening on Apple, you can write paragraphs and about how better we make your life. And with five stars. With five stars. Five stars only, please. Yes. None of your four-star shit. This four-star diplomacy can just stop now. Yeah, Thank you yeah. very much. Five stars. If you enjoy it, it's a five-star podcast. Um, so LOC says, most enjoyable, a breath of fresh air. That'd be us. That's very respectful. Uh, obviously not in the room with us. Um, Nokia <laughs> Hertz says, listen to this podcast full effing stop. Garota and Neve are just amazing. Funny people who always leave me smiling and laughing as they positively rant about life. I don't think I always positively No, it's not always from the positive, to be fair. No, absolutely not. But we'll take it. Aggressive, rude, negative. Um, <laughs> As they positively rant about life and help out people with their worries. 11 out of 10. 11 out of 10. And, and who was that again? That was Nokia Hertz. Nokia Hertz. Depends on what you're doing with your Nokia. I know. <laughs> Depends. Oh, and you remember? J.O. says, fantastic podcast. Excellent. That's all we need. That's what we want. Oh, here's another one. Call V-I-N-V. Okay. Call V-I-N-V. Says, always guaranteed to make me laugh. Need the voice of reason. And Garoud saying what we all love to do. <laughs> Once again, I come off as the most boring person on the planet. <laughs> no, Neve, you're the voice of reason. The voice of reason. Yeah, but nobody wants the voice of reason. This. You're the you're you're the voice who became the voice of reason. <laughs> Part of me wants to be the voice of reason because obviously I want to be considered this elder lemon. But then occasionally I think that just sounds boring. But then I like watching my wash and dry and stuff. I suppose that's just where I live. It's just it's, I'm not it's rock and roll. Why can't I be rock and roll? You're content. You don't need rock and roll. Content. Jesus wept. I used to be fabulous. God. Maybe you still are fab. I know. I know I am. Deep down I know I am. I've just encased it in a in a huggy jacket. Just look at I'm wearing you a big garden. You, you need to you need to put a single out and be number one. Okay. And live on the edge a bit. Yeah. You know, just one song. One song, okay. One song. Just a, one. Like a, a proper like give us an anthem. Oh, an anthem. Yeah. So no pressure, like. Okay, we have follow-ups. Uh, I have a podcast question. What has become a floating shelf, Carol? <gasps> this question I ask myself. I know. Once a week. Floating shelf, Carol, if you're out there, please get in touch. We just want to know you're safe and not trapped under a, you know, yeah, you a collapsed flat pack. You don't, and also, you don't have to give us a sad story or, you know, a really crazy story. Just let us know that you're still there. More importantly, let us know you're still listening because I'm afraid. <laughs> yeah, she's going to give it up. We've offended she's going to move down for, to another podcast. Have we offended you? Like, <laughs> the thing about Floating Shelf Carol was, I was trying to work this out yesterday, actually, when we got this. Hmm. Was Floating Shelf Carol the one who also, the back seat of her car, or sorry, the front seat of her car, the yeah, driver's seat, fell down. With yeah. it, with was that her? Yeah, it was. That was a in the bus, story. that was a fantastic. I still story. think about that story, and then the bus was going by. And then <laughs> <laughs> anyway, what has become a floating shelf, uh, Carol? She has been very quiet. I presume she is off developing a reality series for Netflix. No doubt. Love the show, Stephen. Stephen, thank you for bringing that up. That is real. Yeah, yeah it is that a real was thing. Rant's lore. I know. Um, Hi, you too. This is another one. Uh, I'm writing because I heard the episode with the guy who went on Grinder to spread his oats. Do you remember oh, him? God. Do you remember him? Spread his oats. Yeah, bless him. Like fucking peanut butter. Anyway, oh, I also... Oh, Nave! That's disgusting. <laughs> I didn't mean that. I mean, you know, spreading. Uh, okay. I say things I don't really think about the implications sometimes. You may, you may edit that out. I'll edit that out. Yeah, you won't. 
I also had a work moment on Grindr a few years ago and ended up dating a senior director at my company. It was a while before we realized that we both worked for the same firm, but when we did, he panicked. Anyway, we kept it on the DL, which I'm assuming is down low with the kids. Is that right? That's down low. Yeah, down yeah. low in work and then went official three years later. Three years? <laughs> there was a lot of sneaking around in work, which to be honest, I kind of liked. <laughs> we were about... Hang on. Oh, no, wait. <laughs> three years? I know. I know. Like at what point when you're two and a half years together, like, no, 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 we need, we're still... <laughs> Another six months. Still a bit uncertain. <laughs> Let's leave it. Let's leave it where it is. We were eventually spotted getting into the same taxi after work night out and the game was up. We got married last year after eight years together. And yes, he was definitely supposed to be a one night stand with a hot dad. Love the show. Keep it up. Now, that's a tale of two a things. A one night isn't stand it? with a hot dad. Yeah. You remember the one night His stand hot dad. with the hot dad? Have you forgotten that? Oh, sorry. I thought Jeez. he meant, I thought he meant, yeah, he was definitely supposed to be a one night stand with a hot dad. I was like, that's creepy. I thought it was like it was a one night stand with somebody who happened to have a really hot father. I was like, that's a bit weird. Okay. No. Okay. Yeah. Got it now. Are you back in the room? A one night stand with a hot dad. I, I really should go through these with you before <laughs> you start. Honestly. Love the show. Keep it up. Yes, we, we uh, Yes, we do. And actually, to be fair, the original guy, he wasn't looking for a relationship. <laughs> no. Oh no. He was just looking for something between his commute and his dinner. Yeah. <laughs> a little aperitif. Yeah, a little aperitif. <laughs> Dear Neve and Garode. Garode, myself and my friend saw you at the Everyman in Cork and we had a ball. Uh oh lovely. That was ages ago. I know, so they could come again. Yeah, I'll be back actually back there. I'm back there on the twentieth of uh, October. Yeah, you'll not remember any of the jokes. It'll be fine. Yeah, you, you won't actually. <laughs> actually, that first Cork show was very stressful. Was it? Why? I'll, I'll tell was, you why. Was, it, right? was that at the beginning of your? It, well, it was. It was. I, I think it was my first big one. But the venue were running a panto in the venue. What while your gig was going on? Yeah, so I was like, the panto had been on that afternoon. Oh, did so you I, not... I had to do my show in like. An enchanted bloody forest with Amazing. a lot of musical instruments in the pit that nobody was using. Do you know I've always wanted to do an adult That's panto? Weird. An adult panto? Yeah. You know, where... Do you just want to go on an effing blind no, dressed no. as the Wicked Witch? No, no, no. I do want to be the Wicked Witch. Loving Yourself and Neve Cavanagh, In Your Eyes is our best Eurovision song ever. Thank okay, you. Okay, so I feel like we've been equally... Equally... Equally ego-massaged. Okay. Uh, I'm hoping you can help me. I have a sister and for the first 35 years of our lives, we were very close. Uh-oh. Mm-hmm. We shared absolutely everything. Literally, we were best friends. We always lived close to each other and saw each other at least every second day. Midway through the pandemic, we fell out and we have hardly spoken since. Oh dear. I was absolutely fine with it, but now I'm starting to fret about it and I'd love to reach out to her. But I haven't been able to do it just yet. Our falling out began with her fiancé. At the start of the pandemic, his company laid him off and he has been struggling to find permanent work ever since. He worked in events and he was very angry during the pandemic. He would give out saying that lockdowns weren't necessary and that the vaccine will kill Oh God, here we go. That the vaccine will kill us. I brushed it off at the start, but then he started to say things that upset and scared my parents. My sister was able to brush off his stuff. She got her vaccines and didn't give didn't give him a second thought, but he became more and more hostile towards us and she just wasn't stepping up. I said to her that she needs to have a word with him and that she and she said he was his own person and that there was nothing she could do. 
Okay. Ugh. I know, I know, I know, move on. I got annoyed with her, and in one of our exchanges, it all got out of hand. I'd say she battered her. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and we haven't spoken since. I'm annoyed with her, but I'd love to bury the hatchet. My sister is very easygoing and she is a bit selfish. She was spoiled as a kid and she just seems to sail through life very entitled. Mm -hmm. That said, I... Do worry about her. Do drop worry about her? I think that's a typo. I think it's a typo. Okay, yeah. That said, I do worry about her. Her fiancé isn't an easy man to be around and he seems to have got worse. Oh, that's good. Uh, Do you think I should send a text or call over? I know that this is, I know that if this is to end, I am the one that will have to do it. Any advice would be very appreciated. Megan. As always, there's a lot. There's a lot, but there's a lot, but then also. It's simple. Yeah. It's very simple. The simple truth is you don't have to live with them. Yeah. Right. And I'm not saying, you know, but. I'm not saying that you can't have your opinion about him. I'm not saying that you have to like him because you don't. Yeah. But the reality, we've talked about this before about partners. You yeah. don't get to choose who your friend, your sister's partners are, your friend's partners are. That's a really tough one to kind of get around. But I'm going to say this. If you care about your sister, now this is obviously going on a couple of years now. And mm-hmm. I think there's a bit of a residual because even the way she describes her, she says, I'm annoyed at her. I'd love to bury the hatch of my sister. She's very easygoing bit selfish, spoiled as a kid, life very entitled. So she, there's still issues that you're still cross about here. I don't, yeah. I think it's really what it is, is you miss your friend. You feel like she's cho- chosen her partner over you. To be fair, she probably has, but I think sometimes that's the way it works. But it doesn't have to be an either or. You know, you can, you can, yeah. you can actually spend time with your sister and not include him. Because I have friends and I don't go out with their partners very often. It's yeah. very rare. If he if he's going to get married, if they end up married, you're going to have to be at family events together. So you're going to have to figure out how to get around that. But I don't think you should give him the satisfaction of A, alienating your sister from you. Great point. Uh, which is really important. This is about you and her, not him. Leave yeah. him to the side and go. And if you are the one to finish it, then, and you know that, then... If you want to, then you should just do it. But you should organise to meet her separately and you should go start with an apology. I know. And you may have to just like swallow your knob on this, but like... Yeah, no, I I mean, you don't have to apologise for not liking him or for your opinion on him. You can just apologise that it's got as far as it has. Yeah, that would... Because that drops people's defences immediately and then you yeah. actually get to what you really need to be saying to each other. And it's one of those things where you, you apologise but you cross your fingers under the table. Yeah, and actually the the tragic thing is if your sister is all these things that she just says through life, she doesn't process the same as you. No. And the chances are maybe she's not really thinking the same way as you. Maybe she doesn't feel it the same way. Maybe she's actually more ready to be around you. Yeah, maybe maybe, maybe the ma- separation hasn't cost her the same way it's cost you. And maybe, yeah. you know, and that's the sad reality is that sometimes people mean more to you than you mean to them. And yeah. that's not necessarily a bad thing. It's no. just the way people process process stuff. Yeah, they do. And um, it doesn't mean that you don't mean anything to them. But, you know, I, I, just, I just think it's a really funny kind of thing that's going on yeah. here. But I think at the root of it is you want to be back with your friend who you are great friends for a long time. Change is always very hard. Always, always very difficult. It's a good opportunity maybe to go and find friends elsewhere, do other things so that you're not completely reliant on your sister or whatever, maybe you're not. But she's still your sister, you know, and you're going to have to do things and make decisions together 
all your life because you're in the family. Yeah. And I feel like what we're giving you is tough love. Yeah. But to counteract that, I will say. Here comes the wheelie bin. Her fiancé sounds like a prick. He does. I think the notion that he was like spreading information like that was scaring your parents. I think that there's no, I don't believe for one second. I don't, I just don't believe it. In uh, Whenever I hear this sort of stuff, I don't believe for one second he was spreading that information because he was genuinely worried about the health of your parents. No, he was just annoyed. He wasn't. He was just doing that to, because he wanted to be somebody that felt like he had more information than everybody else. Yeah, yeah. And he wants to feel like he was, you know. Important. He, yeah, he was more important than everybody else. And he wasn't an idiot like all of the people he saw around him, right? Mm-hmm. We all know that type of person. Yeah. We all know what they're trying to achieve. We don't have to be like dragged into the bullshit. We definitely don't right? have to feed it. Yeah. And I definitely think you are absolutely right to call it out. I think your sister, the fact that she allowed him you know, obviously we don't know the dynamics of that relationship. Sure. But the fact that she allowed him to do that, you know, she just sounds like a bit of a child, to be honest with you. Like yeah, at but, some point you have to put your foot down yeah, when your you, partner's behaving like a two. And the difficulty is, even if she's like very self-confident and very self-contained and all that, those things that you say, things just go the way she wants. The reality is, the more alienated she comes from people around, she doesn't give her options to come out of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you need to be directly involved with her because you love her and you want to give her indication. Now, you might come out away from that with her, you know, not feeling the same way about that. You, you can't you can't expect that just because you go in there doing that, that she's going to, you know, miraculously the switch. It might happen. You know, it might happen. Yeah, then, yeah. But it may not happen. But I will tell you this. You will have done what you need to do and she will have heard it. And even if she decides it takes her a year or two to understand that, yeah. you know, it gives her an out if she needs it from this muppetry, you know, because yeah. at the base of this, it might be simple misunderstanding. He might be a complete dick. It's probably more likely he's a complete dick. But, you know, it might be just a misunderstanding because he's feeling really threatened by the fact that he lost his job and all those things. Yeah. You know, and, and some people don't react well to that sort of thing and they could be... Yeah. And we also know the nature's victims. We know these nature's victims. Yeah, there's some people that... Like, there, like there is definitely an ego thing I yeah. think, with some people that once they... All it takes for them is to get one knock. And sometimes that happens... You know when you meet a sort of, somebody who is like that? Yeah. And you kind of see... Oh, they've had it easy. Yeah. Like things have been actually quite easy for this person. And then they got one wallop and they became this... Mad thing. Bitter, yeah, twisted... Beca- because it shouldn't happen to them. Yeah. That's not a sort of thing. But I will say there's one sentence in here that's really important. And that is, she brushed it off. She got her vaccines and didn't give him a second thought. So she clearly is confident enough to be herself within that yeah. relationship. So... Now, all that matters is your relationship with her. Yeah. You can put up with him for the five minutes you do if you just file him under he's nothing to do with me. Right. And he, and he isn't really. Just because he's an in-law doesn't make him. I mean, he's not one yet. But the point is, it doesn't make him have power over your decisions in life. No. But what it does is, if he alienates you from your sister, who you loved and you were great friends with, you know, that relationship will change anyway. This is about you and your sister, really, at the heart of it all. Uh, feck him, you know, just yeah, feck him. Yeah, don't take him out of the take him out of and the equation. And if you want to call or text, sometimes it's easier with a quick text to begin with. 
maybe or or a nice fo- a message or email or card. Actually, sometimes a handwritten thing. I know that's very old yeah. school. But, but it's like, it is nice. You make a good point there because you said take him out of the equation. And um, mm. it's important to remember that I, I don't believe for one second that if he wasn't in the picture that this would have gone on as long as it has. No, no, no. Part of the reason that you're not reaching out to your sister it's is because you know as soon as she's back in your life, he's he is. back in your life. Yeah, yeah. And that, I think, he shouldn't be, he shouldn't be denying you your relationship with your sister. He shouldn't have that power on you. And yeah. more importantly... And he doesn't have the power over her. No. You you made that point as well. He, that already, he, he probably, yeah. clearly, he is, doesn't it's, affect it's her. It's you that he's affecting. And And I often think people get offended on behalf of other people. And their relationship. And it's okay to worry about people like that or to care yeah. about that and to to check in and see, are you okay with that? Right? Yeah. But my argument is you're not in that relationship. The And I say that to people all the time, that you're, you don't have to live with them, right? Yeah. And as long as there's no physical abuse or domestic, you know, or even emotional abuse, the thing is, there's no real sign of that there. But you can keep your, put it this way, you won't have any notion of knowing if, if she's all right if you don't get in touch with her. Yeah, you know, but the reality and is, you you can do it. You can do it, and actually, I would urge you to make contact with her and just say to her, "I'm really sorry. This has gone on so long. I was peeved. Um, we're just going to leave that to the side. Whatever you want to choose, grand. But I am your friend, and I miss you. Great. I feel sorry for him. I I do feel sorry for him on some level, but on some level, I want to slap him. I mean, I don't want to know him, but no, you know, I don't want to know him. Like, but, and I'm sad. Obviously, it is sad when somebody loses their job yeah, and stuff. Yeah, but like, come on. G up like. Yeah. We've all lost jobs. Back on the horse. You know. Yeah, we all lost jobs. Yeah. Listen, Megan, we wish you the very best. Get back on your sister. You know, she's your friend. Give her a, give her a hug. Tell her you love her. Whatever happens from there doesn't matter. You know, you, you need to actually say that to her. She's your sister. She's going to annoy you. She's going to, you know. Yeah. But it, it, honestly... You only get so many people in your life who mean that way to you. So just don't let that go on another minute, Megan. And, and bear in mind that when you're doing this and if you're feeling a bit like, oh God, I'm going to do this. This is what you want. Yeah, it is this what you is want. This is what you want. And you know, and do you know what? She could have had her come to Jesus moment in the past year and a half. She could have. Because you are, you're basing everything you say in this letter on how she was at a time when her husband was a pain in the arse, when everybody was... Yeah. Everybody's world was turned upside down. And maybe, there's always people that sail through their life, but maybe the way she was then, she was just kind of protecting herself a little bit. Yeah, could be. But I, I'll say this on behalf of the people who think some people live their lives sailing, because a lot of people would say that I sail through my life, right? Because I've had very nice success and I'm very positive as a person. I yeah, choose. It is. I am. I'm very annoying. I choose quite often to how I'm going to cope with something. I don't sail through things. Things have to be done, right? True. And the thing is, I th- and I choose because uh, the way I process, I choose to do things slightly different. So I don't. I don't dwell on the stuff if I can help it. No, right? need power through. I do. I do. I try very hard. <laughs> very hard. But 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 what I'm saying is, Megan, maybe it is. She might have all the appearance of that, but I bet you any money she'll be missing you. I, I'm going to tell you. But yeah. even if she doesn't, it's important for you to do this now. You have to be a bit prepared for that, that she yeah, may not she want may to. she may not respond. But yeah, the yeah, point yeah. is, think about the long game. If you've done that, don't look at it as if I've I've, ma- I've made myself vulnerable and she hasn't responded and that's worse. Look at it as something you're doing for you. Yes, and you've and done then, all you can. And then it leaves the door open for her when she's ready. 
Exactly. Which you may or may not be ready for. And you have to accept that, unfortunately. But we're here for you to help you through that, aren't we? Yeah. Well, Neve's here. Yeah. yeah. And Megan, let us know how you get on. Yeah. Send us a follow up. We'd love to know. Yeah, we like, would. We, I feel like we've advised people on a lot of these reunions and we've never really heard how they panned out, which makes me suspect that maybe they haven't Maybe it's out not that successful. Well. <laughs> so I mean, if, if our advice has really screwed things up for you, <clears throat> do let us know so we can help other yeah. people by not advising them like that again. I know. But, uh, you know, it's not always going to be exactly what you want. But in the end of the day, if you need this kind of closure or this kind of reconciliation, then why would you not do it for yourself? At the very exactly, least. Yeah. At the very least. So that's that's what the way to think of it. You deserve this. Yeah, you deserve no, this. No, that's actually... <laughs> that that no. doesn't sound great. No. no, you owe yourself this. Yeah, you do. Neve, we have another problem. Do you Love want to read it. that? Okay, I'll read this one. Okay, so, uh, dear Grodin and Neve, I'm absolutely loving the podcast. Or sorry, I have been listening since the start and I recently found I had a problem and wondered if you might offer me your words of wisdom, Neve. Grode, you can chip in too. <laughs> Last December, I moved into a new estate. I am the last to move into a new house in a row of new houses. All of my new neighbours have been living here for about six months and know each other. And we are the new people coming into a situation where a lot of relationships have already been established. Now, that's quite difficult, isn't it? Uh, not that difficult. I mean, to move into a new months, estate in a brand new house. In six months. Suck it up. When we moved in, a neighbour from around the corner called in and said they were starting a neighbourhood watch group. Oh, Jesus. Which initially we oh, thought was God. a good idea. Sorry. I, I, I know here. I know. The, the, the heckles on the back of my neck are up already. Um, uh, we had a couple of monthly meetings, which I thought was a bit excessive. Our estate is very quiet. <laughs> monthly meeting? I know. A couple. What do you talk about? We're going to get stickers. I know. A couple of monthly meetings. <laughs> but everyone's going to put a sticker in their window. Okay. Do I have a show of hands? <laughs> Our estate is very quiet. <laughs> Nothing really happens. In April, but apparently it did because in April a house on our street was burgled and it shook us up. Uh, but the house was vacant and there was no alarm. Okay, fair enough. So there's reasons for that. To start with, the neighbourhood watch people started a nightly patrol. Oh, do me a favour. A group of men would walk around the block for half an hour at 10pm every night. This went on for about six <laughs> weeks and then some of the men started people to drop are off. fucking insane. They started to drop <laughs> off. Uh, this caused a lot of problems because they were seen as not pulling their weight and the neighbourhood seemed to be split between them and us. Once the good weather started, some groups of teenagers began sitting on the green area and the neighbourhood watch group were very aggressively breaking this up. Oh, oh my God. It has all oh got God. a bit toxic and a bit heavy handed. Uh, two weeks ago, my husband put his foot down and said he did not want to be a part of this group anymore. He is telling them this weekend and I'm really nervous that we are going to be shunned. Jesus Christ. Is, that, is this the Amish community? <laughs> But my husband... I don't think the Amish do this. No, but, you know, shunning. Shunning is an Amish thing, oh, isn't it? it? Oh, right. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry. But, <laughs> but my husband said it's all getting a bit weird and a bit too organised. And to be fair, he is doing two patrols in... Exclamation mark. A week. It's a lot. And he is right. The guys that do it are very intense. Wow. Oh, for the love of God. How do you think we should break it to them? Are we expecting other people to keep us safe and not playing our part? I honestly don't know how I feel about it at this point. I've thought about maybe I should replace my husband on the patrols. Absolutely not. Um, I think the final straw came when they all got yellow vests made with a neighbourhood watch and the name of the estate written on it. Can't wait to hear your thoughts, Danielle. 
All I'm going to say is <laughs> straight men. <laughs> you don't know they're all straight. She doesn't say they're all Come straight. Come on. I could draw a picture of the men in this group. <laughs> this. Now, now listen. People. There's plenty are, of good neighbourhood watches. Yeah. But there they are. Mean, once a year, they put a sticker on their window and they all just rubberneck when a van pulls up. They keep an eye. That's neighbourhood watch. And you have a WhatsApp group that you mute. This <laughs> is a bordering on militia. It is, yeah. It is. It is, it is, actually. I wonder if you left it. I mean, I'm I'm really conscious of how many people are on this estate. I, w- I guarantee you that this group, this patrol... Patrol... I guarantee you this is six lads with too much time on their hands. I know, clearly. That's what this is. Mm-hmm. And they and the thing about it is they want to be the pecking order. I guarantee you they're the same people that will want to get a DJ and put it on the green in the middle of the summer. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But not for the teenagers. Grow up. Because <laughs> <laughs> obviously they won't let the teenagers on. That, that, like they won't let the te- like that's what you do. Yeah, I know. That's what you do when you're a teenager. You sit in a green yeah. and shift each other. Yeah. Like Do you? Yeah. I didn't do that. I'm just realised. I think what has happened here, right? Yeah, okay. Is that this crazy group started by, like, when everybody is new in an estate, what happens is it, it all starts to get a bit like th- th- they're looking for the pecking order here. Like, nobody's there, like, like, okay, people are there longer, but there's no mm. established structure. Yeah. So the neighbourhood watch has emerged as this way of almost electing a committee for the area. Right? Now, I'm all for a committee. Yeah. They get stuff done. Yeah, they do. But this is more about people exerting power. Right? And that's coming out in the fact that they're wandering around in like the idea. (laughs) I just want to be there the night they decided, you know what we should do? Do not make this better? We all ordered yellow vests. Vests with the name of the neighbourhood on it. Like, I know. Come on, lads. High vis. You're not in the Garda Reserve here. High vis. Like you're wandering around a green for half an hour. The same half an hour that you're not going to meet anything. <laughs> I'm just going to say the same half an hour. No, you know, the same half. An even hour the every stupidest night. of burglars will go. They do that for half an hour. That's grand. We're free after that. You know, d- yeah. generally when people burgle, unless they do are opportunists, which it sounds like it was there. You know, the thing is. They tend to make plans. And, <laughs> and I do understand that when there's a burglary like that happens, it's good to mobilise and it's good to for a bit of visibility to be seen, to be yeah, keeping the place secure. Yeah. And I admire that. I'm yeah, not no, I do. taking and, the piss out of that. But and, what has happened is now it's become something that's like this idea of the people that aren't in the patrol now are yeah. being shown. Like, no. come on. Now, the other thing, up. the other thing, Danielle, is you might be overthinking this. Yes. This could be the lawnmower conversation my husband used to say I had all the time where basically I'd be going in and uh, I'd be anticipating what the other people are feeling or thinking and I'd be already falling out with them before I even get in there. So in other words, what the reason for that behind is your lawnmower breaks. So you go around to your neighbor's house all the way over there thinking, I'm going to borrow the lawnmower off them. And by the time you get around there, you've convinced yourself they won't lend it to you. And then they <laughs> open the door and you have this whole conversation. You anticipate how they're going to feel. They open the door and you say, well, feck you and your lawnmower. And they don't even know anything about it. So you might be anticipating more. Now, to be honest, it sounds like there's some sort of, you know, um, a cult thing going on here. Well, it's, it, it does it's, sound a little bit. And, and the thing about Neighbourhood Watch is that Neighbourhood Watch also brings out, it's like the PTA, it's like all these things that are done, the parents' associations and all these. They always have 
the same people on them, the same people yeah. who are very community minded, which we all need them to be. Yeah, we all need them to be. And we're quite grateful for them to be but, over there. But, right? Yeah. yeah. But you but, don't have to be a part of it. Exactly. And the thing about it is any power or authority that a group like that has yeah. is given to them. Yeah. So in order for them to have that, you have to accept that they have it. Uh -huh. So like this isn't, there's no formality. He, he, like your husband doesn't need to be resigning from this group. No. He doesn't need to be like letting people know. It's just like, are you going on patrol this week? No. Not at the moment. Please. It doesn't suit. Doesn't suit. You you know the way you can do it. You can say, look, no it's, it's great. You know, if, you, if you're really under pressure, come and, you know, if we can help in other ways. This just doesn't work for us, yeah. you know, and and that's it. And no guilt, no awkwardness, honest, no excuses. I think the other thing that happens is when something new is created, it it is quite ardent. It usually kind of settles down because I spoke to my mum and dad about this because obviously in their eighties they've run, they've lived through many neighbourhood watch situations, yeah. and the truth is that actually there will always be the ones who participate more. And my dad said, well, it's always quite active at the beginning and then it usually settles down. So this might be the settling period. Well, the other thing that, hap that, ha that happens here mm. is you've got a whole load of people yeah. that have just bought the most expensive thing that they're ever Ever, buy. ever, ever in their lives. And they're all in the one place and mm -hmm. everybody has that antsy... Yeah, feel. it's like you know when you buy a car and you're like, oh my god, am I going to scratch it? Or am no, I going, yeah. you know, like it's, you get very territorial. Yeah, you, you do, and you're yeah. like, oh my god, I, you know, I parked it, I parked it in a car park. Oh, I better, I better rush back and get it. And you're like, it's a car, yeah, come on, grow up, it's going to get scratched. I know, and but and it's like that. They're waiting for the first burglary or the first time something's damaged or somebody yeah. robs a, a, you know, a, a flower pot or something. But like these things are going to happen, and it, like it will calm down. But the problem <clears> is that sometimes that these structures, they lead to, I guess, almost like unofficially electing like a Lord Mayor of the area. I know, I know. And the problem is these people are kind of, they, they're always going to find some outlet that that's going to make them Lord Mayor. Absolutely. And, <laughs> and, and like, I, I, as much as I'm annoyed and taking the piss, all those people are, are coming from a starting point of being very well-meaning. Yes, but it does, a little power sometimes gets a bit, yeah, mislaid. But the point this whole is, thing you, and and what's important is, as much as you don't want to uh, be a part of it, want to be a part of this, you also can't play into the like. I can't believe I'm saying this, but the shunning of the people that won't patrol. No, Jesus. Yeah, no. Like it, this is how war starts. I know. <laughs> don't disrespect them, you know, because you know maybe maybe you know. To be honest, I I was uh, in a friend's house recently, and they did, recently moved in, and the neighbourhood watch or the neighbourhood committee came around and they asked if they wanted to donate. It felt a little bit like it was in some sort of protection racket. But, but you know, it's but they have yeah. a, and then another friend of mine, she's in the WhatsApp group, the neighbourhood WhatsApp group in her area and she mutes it most of the time but we we look at it when we're away because it's always hilarious because all it takes is one thing and there's always the same person starts it. Oh, this has happened. Have you noticed this? And then everybody's like, oh, on the top of yeah. it. And so the thing is you don't have to feed into the hysteria. You do have to be a part of it because you live there but actually you don't have to live it. The underestimation that's mm. going on here <laughs> is that people think that if you are not or, well, sorry, the people on patrol think that if you're not out patrolling, yeah. 
you are somebody that's not going to be willing to help when you're needed. Yeah. And that's not the case. You yeah, know, it's I, just, thank you very much. Yeah, listen, I, you know, things are manic at the moment. It's just really difficult for me to keep this up. I have other things to do. And obviously we're here to help or whatever, you know, in the long term. We are delighted to be living yeah. here. Yeah. You know, I, there are ways to break up. It's, you know, it's, it, it's, it's like, it's like the whole, it's not you, it's me. Yeah, completely. And it's not, <laughs> it's not a case that you need to be upset and going or, or like, or yeah. worried about it. It's just like, look, it just doesn't suit us. We'd love to help. And anything you need, just yeah. knock on the door. Yeah, you know yeah, where we yeah. are. And and that's the way to do it. And actually, Danielle, the more important thing is that you shouldn't go walk around as if you have done something wrong. Also, Danielle, can oh. we just murder the notion right here now oh. of you <laughs> replacing your husband yeah, no, on no. patrol? Absolutely Unless not. there's Absolutely somebody not. a little bit hot that you want to spend a bit of time with. Oh, 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 oh. well, that's that doesn't bode well for the house ownership because that, you know, you know how it is yeah, with divorce. Look, All right. If someone's a little bit hot and you want to see them in the vest, Danielle step in for a night or two yeah. but, but only only if he's only wearing the vest <laughs> but no seriously you know you don't need you don't need to start getting a dep for your husband like have you, have it's you grand ever, have you ever like have you ever what you know is it is it the vest thing does that do it for you yellow vest high vis you never know no have you ever seen a man in high vis that I fancied <laughs> no okay I do think that there's a high vis is just one of those things that really automatically changes the dynamic. It does. <laughs> I mean, if ever there was like a like a heat sink for a sexed rain, Sa- safety first. <laughs> it's just safety like, first. Yeah, that's ex- yeah, that's what it is. It's like a high vis. It's hard I to be edgy. No, hard to be edgy in a high vis. Not for me. <clears throat> now a policeman's uniform. Oh, that would change absolutely everything. Do you know, yeah, they're bulky and funny places, aren't they? He's <laughs> <laughs> got lots of pockets. Nothing I like more than a good stab vest. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're going off the point here, Danielle, a bit. But anyway, listen, For in no uncertain terms should you be sucked into that situation. No. And more importantly, it will settle down. Don't stress it. And it's perfectly within your right. Nobody, there's nothing to say. You know, it's not Stepford. It's not, you know, it's not, it's not, it's not. Um, Just say, like, I mean, uh, Danielle, I'd love it's to. It's not Waco. Like, is it, you know, is it? Could privately let us know what a state this is. Because We're I, dying like this, to know. I mean, I feel like I would park my car there, Just but I wouldn't sweet. live there. No, I know. <laughs> it's been wonderful to chat to you. Always. Um, as always, Neve. Always. Uh, at gmail.com if you want to get in touch. We would love to hear from you. Always. We'd love your problems. We'd love your suggestions. Yep. We'd love your criticisms we'd love your follow-ups yeah in that please. order no well actually order. put the follow-ups above criticisms yeah you know, honestly, very I, few I criticisms. always say I would love a criticism then we get one I get very oh, annoyed very defensive very defensive very defensive <laughs> we'll chat to you next week bye, bye. this show is part of the Headstuff podcast network a hub for the creative and the curious Shows are produced in association with Headstuff and the Podcast Studios Dublin. Find out more or become a member at headstuffpodcasts.com.